Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals. It's not about being the best in the world. It's about doing what's best for the world. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Welcome to Worst Year Ever, a production of iHeartRadio. Welcome to the Worst Year Ever, we'll get through it together or not. Everything is so dumb, 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 Cute. Pod. Pod. All right. Have well, we that started? was a good. Have we started? Yeah. I thought we were not. doing vocal warmups. <laughs> we didn't. We didn't do a good job starting the podcast. I'd say that we scared some people off. Perhaps. I'd say that we scared some people off. I'd say that we are aggressively attempting to make our podcast unprofitable as quickly as possible. But you know who is profitable? Uh too early for an ad break. United Mayor States. Pete, to whom I offer congratulations <laughs> oh, yeah. for his totally what? earned job as transportation oh, we secretary. Just, we just jumped right into the juicy news. Yeah. Yeah. Congrats, Mayor Pete. Former congratulations Mayor Pete. Mayor Pete. I mean, um, I mean who you're going to have to get confirmed. More suited to the job of managing the entire nation's transportation infrastructure than a man who was mayor of a town with a population of 101,000. Elaine Chow? I don't know. I was yeah. going to guess 102,000, so that's pretty good. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a tiny very town. Very good, Cody. It is remarkable if you stop and think about it, the jump that he's made. <laughs> yeah. And not remarkable in the like, wow, he's succeeded so quickly, but remarkable in the, wow, they are trying to market him so hard that they have leapt up from essentially local leader of a fairly small city to managing the transportation of millions, hundreds um, of millions. And there's some fun facts about how he's managed the transportation and infrastructure of that small town, Cody. I I, uh, wait, are you going to say he's been so perfect at it that they were like, this is the guy who obviously should be in charge of how all of us get around? Yeah, yeah Cody's. Cody's got an article that I think he's going to talk about, but I found this fun little quote from the Daily Beast. Excellent. You know, it was talking about LGBTQ uh, nominations, people to the cabinet, and, and about Buttigieg's potential positions. Uh, this was like from a week or two ago, but it says, on the campaign trail, Buttigieg seemed most content when he was talking about infrastructure improvements in South Bend. Although one Democrat familiar with the pitch snarked that, quote, a town with four stoplights and a mid-sized regional airport with three flights a day is hardly a transportation hub. For the context, South Bend mm. International Airport had 13 departures and seven arrivals scheduled for Friday, but the point was well taken. So, well, okay, but how many <laughs> departures and arrivals are there nationwide? Like, what, 20? 25, maybe? <laughs> What I'm gathering here is that Pete Buttigieg's small town was responsible for roughly 60% of the aircraft flights in that the United by, States. That is math that checks accurate? out. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. In which case, for sure. But uh, Cody, you should talk about that article 
that other oh, article. It's oh, Pete, we love you. Um, Do we we're think he proud. knows how to parallel park? Just a quick question. No, uh, no, no, no. There's like well, three cities where people know how to parallel park, and none of them mm-hmm. are South Bend. No, 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 no. I gotta <laughs> say, if you got one of these new cars with the yeah. rear-facing camera, if you can't that parallel it park, yeah, yeah, it's not even a skill at that point. No. Well, and I'm yet really people good at are it. still terrible. I was parking in Portland the other day, and a, a car with California plates veered across three lanes of traffic to the left without their turn signals on, stopped in front of me when we were all going no. 30. I had to slam on my brakes and then started slowly and agonizingly backing into a space twice the length of her car. What <laughs> I love about you, LA. Robert. Definitely from not from, from San Francisco, where people LA. at least know how to fucking parallel park. Yeah, no, or just don't LA drive. Nobody how to do that, but they do no. know how to do that exact maneuver you just talked about. Yeah. Robert, I have to commend you. Whenever you're telling... Some outrageous story about some like genius fucking shit up. You have such a big smile and good sense of humor about it, and I uh, I commend you on that. I do. Yeah. Anyway, you can't be angry. You just have to laugh. Like when you hear that Pete Buttigieg has become the transportation secretary. Not and now yet. We're back on topic. Cody, go ahead and 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 talk to us about your article that you were reading. I have nothing to say about Pete. The article is called "Pete's Good." The end. Um. Yeah, it's a great this, title. Uh, great title. This is an article from 2017, um, towards the end of his mayoral uh, stint. Tenure. Um, uh, South Bend mayor stands behind smart streets after traffic death. <laughs> I was hoping you'd bring this up. <laughs> um, and this is so, like, anytime. I don't Pete even understand a- this article, actually. So they. S- <laughs> well, so anytime Pete is brought up, uh, it's because, uh, you know, people don't like Pete. Um, and there are valid reasons for that. And uh, people really want to defend Pete. And I don't know how valid those reasons are, but I respect it. It's fine. Um, and so when I bring this article up, I'm not saying Pete killed a kid, right? I'm not saying that, like, this story means that he he isn't qualified or whatever. There are other reasons he's not qualified. But, uh, but. basically, <laughs> basically, uh, the city was planning on installing uh, traffic signals at this intersection um, and uh, to convert it from a one-way street into a two-way street. And there had been uh, bags over the existing traffic lights. They put for, bags on the traffic lights! For a little less than a year. Jesus. Then uh, at a certain point, uh, two kids crossed the street, and one of them got hit by a car and died. And the reaction from Pete was a little... Uh, not ideal, I guess, for a mayor... Um, because also the so the this plan was put in place because of a consulting firm. They did they got a consulting firm. They did a study and they're like you should do this and this and this and this. So they decided to do it. This is actually uh, a theme for Pete. He's very into like getting the getting the firm in, doing what they say, and then like getting the numbers right on the spreadsheet. And that's his sort of mo. He, um, he's I, I mean I'm sure he's a powerful Excel user. Yeah, well, exactly. He, you know, he's got you've got a you've got the whole Microsoft suite in Pete. You know, well, that's how his brain works. You know, uh, that was his that was his presidential yeah, slogan. You've exactly. got the whole Microsoft, the whole Microsoft suite, suite in Pete. Me. Well, yeah. actually, I think if he'd used that, he would have gotten on a little better. Mm, maybe a little, a little, little, little better. We um, respond better. to Microsoft humor anyway. Yeah, uh, we do. Um, but so uh, so basically, and again, sort of as this pattern goes, they decided to reverse. The, the idea when like the community spoke up again this is something like Pete will get the experts in do the consultants do this and do this but then the actual community will be like well no wait we need that if you actually look at the, the intersection in question it's right by a bus station um that's probably where you need a fucking traffic light right yeah that's just a thought but he made the street smarter. Um, but he made the street smarter with street smarts I love this it's- I mean, also look, such good branding fairness, in fairness smart people kill a lot of folks that sure. is like true. The 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 fucking whatever Los Alamos, you know, where they built the nuke. A lot of smart people there. A lot of corpses, you know. So it can be smart and still lethal, is what we're we're getting at. And yeah. there's no notes on this. No notes, Biden, on this nomination. Mm. He he seems. I, I certainly <clears throat> like. What is? I guess what I'm asking, Cody, because that's a horrible story of Pete doing the thing that. 
I, I, I've seen in my own mayor, we saw in the mayor of Minneapolis, this weird thing where like mayors can't even take what could be an easy win because like they feel like their pride is at stake if they admit that mm-hmm. things have ever been less than perfect under them. So like instead of just like being with this mourning family and, you know, uh, saying that like a tragedy occurred, you, you have to like defend your program that led to yeah he did um he did a bit i actually kind of want to read these a uh, few okay, of these quotes sure, sure, from sure. Yeah. from pete because uh that's because that's the thing like you um you know here's what pete said we simply don't know whether it would have made any difference yesterday morning as two children darted across the street at an angle and one of them outside the crosswalk crosswalk was struck and killed is what the mayor said Jesus. um so like already um i pete's a smart guy He's a uh, he knows a lot of languages. Um, he's good and at words, uh, yeah. and words, and uh, he chooses his language and words carefully. And what I just read sounds like he's blaming the kids for darting into the street bit. and yeah. and being outside the crosswalk. Um, I don't think that's an unfair characterization of that. No, it's not at all. Um, and uh, but to go on, so um, anytime anything bad happens in the city, finger pointing happens. I get it. I'm in charge. But I also think what you had here was professional engineers acting on recommendations based on expertise and based on everything we knew, making the best decision that we could. We always look back with hindsight. But as of now, I've seen no indication that tells us for certain that anything related to traffic engineering could have or would have changed what happened. We just don't know. What we what? know is when you calm down traffic, you have an economically healthier downtown no. and a safer environment overall. But that doesn't mean it's the end of traffic accidents. It doesn't mean that it's the end of traffic fatalities. And yesterday morning, two little boys ran across the street and one of them didn't make it. Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> That's my reaction. To- yeah. You don't know. You don't know how traffic lights would have changed that situation. You Where don't know. Bus station was. Um, you don't yeah. know how that would have changed whether or not two little kids were in the street when a car drove through an intersection. Jesus. Get out of here, ba- man. There's a bag over the traffic light. Yeah. Um like and you can you can say that like the plan wasn't bad, but we shouldn't have done this or shouldn't have done X. You could have you could not say that like the kids darted in front of the, the road. Um stuff like that. It just again, like this isn't an example of like here's why he shouldn't be the transportation secretary. It's just an example of how his instincts and uh, leadership is bad. Um, yeah, I mean, right? Yeah, yeah, I think it's a it's a perfectly valid example of those things. It's it's a bummer. Like, okay, if I want to go like soulless politician, which I'll do in I don't know two or three years when the bottom yeah, podcasting exactly, exactly, podcasting exactly. industry. If I wanted to give we him like, and you got you got to get that sweet water money, right? Yeah, you got to get all that water money. I thought what, we what? were gonna go into like uh, pun- uh, boxing and beat up YouTubers. No, I'm gonna become Steve Bannon part two. Um, mm-hmm. So what I would have advised, what I would have advised Mayor Pete to do, what I would have advised Mayor Pete to do is say. This is a tragedy. Uh, nothing under no circumstances should this have happened. We're going to investigate this and find out what went wrong, and then I would never say another thing about it. Yeah, and that would have worked out great. Yeah, like that would have worked out great. That's for a Pete. good soulless politician plan. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> instead of, I mean, yeah. Instead of like, well, there's nothing that says it was our fault, but the mm-hmm. kids darted in front of traffic, so. Yeah, you don't blame the children. You just express meaningless sorrow and then ignore that they died. Yeah, like a real, like, like, a, like a real mayor. Yeah. Um. Well. Yeah, but uh, another, uh, I think, a point in uh, the Pete column for this position um, is that uh, Pete's favorite board game, one of his favorite board games, is Ticket to Ride. Um, a game that involves collecting trains and claiming uh, railroads through it's uh, states across the U.S. It doesn't even have anything US. to do with the Beatles. That game just no, no, no. It's like Monopoly, but with trains. That's some I bullshit. will bet that Joe Biden loves that Pete plays a train game. That's sure how they bonded. Yeah. You think that got him the job? It might have. Mm. Yeah. This mm. is perhaps mm. enough. All the time we need to spend on pete yeah i just i it's uh it's gonna happen periodically because anytime pete is brought up uh some people are like but i hate pete he sucks and then people are like well no it's actually good um and then time passes and nothing changes um so it's worth mentioning um oh yeah but pete's not going um, anywhere he's not like there are a lot of people in biden's cabinet who are a lot of people kind of thing a lot of a lot of people oh Um, god so uh our obligatory talk about pete because he's in the news section is over i guess yeah, you know, here's what's fun is that um I don't know. Yeah. 
I don't know. I'm so frustrated that in this time of I'm I just read an article this morning um that suggests that or that notes that like 77% of the Republican party thinks that Biden cheated somehow to win the election and it's kind of talking about how the mass right-wing embrace of conspiracy is basically mass radicalization for like the 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 fascist far right and it's it's really accurate you see it in the numbers of people on a lot of these right-wing live streams the way in which like these people are completely locked into what is a very durable and fact-proof alternate reality ecosystem yeah. and the existence of that ecosystem is an existential threat um to the concept of a pluralistic society uh and the people that we have on the other end opposing it are completely incapable of not just solving that problem, but of doing most of the work that needs to be done. Like, like th- it would be one thing, I, I don't know, I'm just so disappointed. I, and I didn't have high hopes for the Biden administration, but I'm not seeing any sign that they take any of these problems seriously like there's Mm -hmm. like right down to the fucking coronavirus right like bite you look at biden's plan and what is it out that what is he what does his plan have that trump's plan didn't have he's going to actually tell people to wear masks and it's not going to matter because again there's this massive disinformation ecosystem that's going to mean that him telling people to wear masks will make the people not wearing masks currently even Mm -hmm. more committed to not wearing masks right it's like yeah what that that's not a solution joe Well, no, I think I mean, it's his... going okay. to become very, very clear to a well, maybe not to a lot of people. I'm second guessing yeah. myself. Just how uh, there isn't that much difference. I mean, obviously there is a big difference in between how Donald Trump presents and how he talks and the words he uses and who he's catering to. But in terms of actually what he's doing, well, yeah, the the because the thing about the thing about Joe and he was uh, he made this clear from the very start. Um, aside from the fact that he he in his announcement video that he's running for president he said that donald trump is an aberration yeah. um that's uh swinging a miss there joe but um no. he's always been about this idea of um uh saving uh the soul of the country right yeah. it's the soul of the nation talk and um that's what it is for him it's all talk you know um, what it is? It's, it's I want to at least give the appearance of being good so that we can feel better about ourselves no, that's without exactly doing it. the work. It's civility. It's the idea that um, if I do nice tweets instead of mean tweets, that I'll means sleep good at the, night. the soul of the country is intact. It's all about rhetoric. It's all about um, how he presents himself. There's that leaked audio from that uh, meeting with the civil rights group. Where he just like goes off, he's very angry and aggressive. Oh yeah, let's um, talk and, about that. And dismissive. And he even brings up the soul of the nation stuff. It's like I ran on on preserving the soul of the nation. That's what I did. No one else did that, and I did it. And when it's like was this. Uh, it's like a few days ago. Yeah, yeah it's um, and he 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 states that no progressive leader talked about Charlottesville after mm. after after the unite the right rally, which is. Uh, not just wrong but like offensively wrong like i know yeah. personally some of the people that biden is talking about because he put video of them being assaulted in his yeah. campaign ad and like they're fucking livid they're livid because there's there's been zero like he's run on this because he knows it's a powerful moment and he has made zero actual statements that shows he understands the problem he understands where it comes from or he's taking any kind of actual concerted effort to deal with it he's doing nothing but using it as a cudgel to club the only people who actually gave a shit about far-right radicalization in 2017 yeah, yeah. it's all it's all performative it's all because even yeah. when he even when he describes it he says like the, the guys in the tiki torches chanting this that's not it that's not yeah. everything and you can't just cite it and say that you're preserving the soul of the country um yeah it's all it's all performative rhetoric um and it's putting it's, a band it's putting a band-aid on a cold sore and saying like look i've i've cured this virus and it's like no you're not didn't. contagious anymore yeah. yeah and what i'm you know we were talking about this episode and vaguely what are the things that we're scared of from the biden administration and the blanket answer is this is mm-hmm. this band-aid on the cold sore is this facade of a return to normalcy without addressing anything and then four years go by and we're looking at another donald trump because it's not going away we're looking at what's happening right now i don't like to talk about the coup Mm. quote unquote coup a lot because it's 
the same thing over and over and it's obviously just so fucking dumb, but also because it's really painful to watch this happening and to have our democracy undermined and to know that this isn't going away. It's going to continue to be a thing that we talk about and litigate over and over. Anyway, I say all that to say Biden isn't the person to fix that. He's not going to do anything that actually extends the olive branch and brings people over to our side. We're just going to have a worse version of this in four years is my fear. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's a general um, valid fear to have. and But it uh, is very I mean, general. It goes to everything, you know? But yeah, I mean, it is every, it's, it's because, again, and this, is, and this is what he ran on. I'm decent. We need to be, de- sir, have you no decency, that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, it, you know, people didn't want Donald Trump to be the president anymore, so they voted for him. And he's taking that to mean that, well, see, I'm the decent guy. I do the nice tweets. I do the healthcare as a human right tweet, even though I'm not actually going to make it a, hu- a human right. I do all the, all the nice things. Say, well, I tweet, wear a mask, instead of saying, don't wear a mask. Therefore, I'm good, right? Yeah. And it's, it's empty. Um, and, it's, and it won't work. It won't work. It's all surface level. And like when you're filling your cabinet with like Raytheon board members... And all okay, these well, people. okay, Let's hey, 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 <laughs> wait, hey, wait, wait, hey, wait, all wait. right, all right, we don't need to have some sort of anti-Raytheon firing line, okay, well, let's, listen. let's, How about, uh, let's listen. defend, look, if you, listen. Cody, Cody, listen. the other day, yeah. you reached out to me, and you said, Robert, mm-hmm. I have this missile, mm-hmm. and I want to deliver mm-hmm. it to a school bus in Yemen, but I don't have a guidance chip, mm-hmm. who helped you out, Cody? Who helped Raytheon, you out? Raytheon. It was Raytheon. It was Raytheon. It was Raytheon. Okay. This feels like the perfect time to remind you guys that we got to take an ad break right now. Speaking of ads, or Raytheon. Kaboom! Here's ads. <laughs> What up, everyone? It's Lunchbox from The Bobby Bone Show, and I'm here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car, like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive. You can count on your new Camry to get you anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals. It's not about being the best in the world. It's about doing what's best for the world. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. That was a nice ad break. How fun. Boom. Yeah. I hate this transition back. I'd like to. I am a fan of this transition, just like I'm a fan of the fine products at Raytheon. 
the yeah, people you you're... call when you need someone who knows how to not start unnecessary wars. So, um, a Wraithy fan, Wraithy fan, fan, that's so good. Before mm-hmm. the ad break, Cody, my Raytheon block at <laughs> right here, baby. We stand a nice bomb. Mm. We stand a, a massive arms manufacturing conglomerate. Um, before uh the break, Cody mentioned you know, in passing, getting people from Raytheon on your cabinet. If you guys uh, don't know about this fun little news, it's um, uh, about General Lloyd Austin. Uh, We talked about this a little bit on even more news last week, but General Lloyd Austin is uh, the pick for uh, defense secretary. Um, And... (laughs) It's bad because he is currently serving on the board of directors for Raytheon, amongst other places. Um, And it's interesting. You know, we've talked about this on this show before, on all of our shows, about, like, yes, you want diversity. You want to get people of color in cabinet positions, obviously, obviously. But there's – it's difficult when – they are themselves also problematic, and then you can't point to it and be like, "Hey, that's problematic." Um, and it feels like, "Okay, here we are. We're we're doing we're doing the thing. We're 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 putting people of color in the cabinet, but you know, they still have to be <laughs> good <laughs> people, <laughs> ideally." Ideally, yes. So, ideally, yeah. I mean, one of my issues with the guy, the Raytheon guy that Biden is picking for SecDef is that he was one of the dudes who helped organize Obama's pullout of Iraq, which you may notice as like, so, you know, as A New Hope was to uh, Revenge of the Sith, uh, the pullout of the United States uh, under Obama from Iraq in 2011 was, was that to the rise of ISIS. Um, because it was badly done and done in such a way that that guaranteed that this terrorist group would would be able to take ground in the way that it was, which doesn't like take the onus off the Bush administration because all of the ISIS people who organized that met in Camp Buka, which was like a prison camp that the U.S. ran where he put all of the dangerous guys together and they got to be friends. But or Obama's pullout was was incredibly poorly orchestrated, and this was one of the guys most responsible for orchestrating the pullout that left Iraq in a situation where its military was mostly a grift. Like the reason that ISIS was able to take Mosul is that, uh, you know, on paper there were thousands of Iraqi soldiers Uh, in reality, only like a third of them were actually real people. And the rest were fake people made up in order to like steal money from the government. Um, And all of those weapons that we left them were just like sitting around unguarded. And so ISIS got them. Uh, it was just like terrible. It was it was the it was the the geopolitical equivalent of like leaving your gun safe open and all of your guns chambered with a nine year old in the house and saying, uh, keep an eye on those guns. <laughs> like, mm. It was bad. Did, did, did was, the kid did the kid keep an eye on the guns? He did keep an eye on them. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> uh, yeah. It's, shot his friend. Yeah. And like stuff. It's. It's it's just very it's frustrating. It's going to be four years of this because yeah, um, this is something that you could have brought up uh, about a Donald Trump appointee, and uh, people would be rightly concerned about it. Yeah, they'd say um, this is the guy who made sure that ISIS would rise, and, or yeah. even yeah. Or, like even just by like the act of being on the board of directors for Raytheon would be like. Yes, ah, that seems like a conflict. Of, like, wait, maybe we shouldn't have the guy who does this to be in charge of this. Like, that's a conversation that would have happened. Uh, in the same way that, like, uh, uh, former Exxon CEO being Secretary of State, right? We didn't like that when right. that happened, when Tillerson did that. And every step of the way, um, obviously, there's going to be, like, a knee-jerk, I think, probably. Like, every appointee, like, oh, go Google this guy and figure out what's wrong with him. But a lot of it's valid. Uh, yeah. And when Biden is saying that we're going to go back to the way things were... And uh, we're going to restore the soul of the nation and all, and all this stuff. That's what he means. He means that it's time to stop uh, paying attention, paying attention. Yeah. yeah. When things like this. Yeah. Happen. It's just a weird double standard of like you guys are up in arms about this, but not that. Um, and 
yeah, I just don't. I mean, part of this uh, alarms me because another of the things that I'm worried about with Biden is uh, we'll, we'll see what foreign policies look like. What? what oh, kind he's going to go to war with China. Well, right. You know, China. Like, and yeah. counter. I mean, like this is a quote from The Intercept. While on the campaign trail, Biden pledged to end endless wars without detailing how his administration would differ from those of President Donald Trump and Obama, even as lethal strikes, including amongst against American citizens, have remained an often noted blemish on Obama's legacy. Um, and this actually goes on to talk about, you know, how during Obama's administration, Biden advocated for what he called counterterrorism plus a combination of special forces and aggressive drone bombing to target suspected Al Qaeda militants. Uh, Platinum Biden, war plan. Yeah. He stuck by that advocacy on the campaign trail, vowing, vowing to keep a counterterrorism force in Afghanistan. So all of that checks out to me in terms of this nomination. Yeah, and also all... general fears that I have for the coming years. Yeah, it's all there. There's no interest in addressing that. Again, it's like it's all it's all very performative and rhetoric based. Yeah. You know, you'll see people uh, an article semi recently about uh, how police have through civil asset forfeiture has taken more money from uh, civilians than people have uh, stolen, like in burglaries. But if you bring up the fact that Joe Biden uh, introduced uh, civil asset forfeiture on a federal level, then you're like helping Trump. It's that kind of stuff that's going to carry over. And he is who he is. He was who he was uh, during the primaries. And the guy that like told voters to vote for Trump, the guy that got in people's faces when they challenged him, uh, literally like grabbing a guy by the jacket um, for questioning his climate plan. And if you s listen to the leaked audio from that meeting with a bunch of civil rights leaders, uh, that's the guy. It's yeah. just, it's just Trump shit. He um, gets angry when he's questioned. And then he uh, says, I, I, I went up there. I, I, uh, I called him a racist on stage. Okay, Joe, what would you like for having done that? Uh, yeah. whoever was the nominee would have done that. Anyone would have done that. It's not, it's, uh, it's, very, it's very, very frustrating to uh, to watch because it, um, yeah. it's, it's very clear who he is um, and who he's being presented as and who he will be and who he will be presented as. But, I don't know, um, but have you guys seen those cute videos of his granddaughters talking about him? I have not. No. I have no interest in that. <laughs> um, but I believe that they're cute. I, I saw stuff like that being shared. Of course, oh, yeah. in, the, in the aftermath of, of him winning. Or him playing with his dog, I'm sure. Stuff, which is all great. Um, it's true. That's sweet. He clearly loves his family. Doesn't mean I... Doesn't well, mean he's a good leader. Or well, he's, he's, got the the bare minimum, he's, he's the bare minimum of a human being. Because yeah, exactly. Donald Trump is an alien. He's a yeah. great grandpa. Like, that's the thing. Where the bar over the past four years has been lowered to below the floor. And so by, by virtue of being, like, a semi-normal human being... Uh, we can get like the little stories about the the kids and the and the dogs and stuff. Um, even though you know, because the Trump stories are like, yeah, my dad didn't want to name me after him because he thought I might be a loser. I love being here because I can talk about all this. <laughs> I can talk about this with my friends, but yeah, it's hard. Like especially it's... in those days when I point out frustrations like this with people that just want that I love and they've worked hard to to know combat Trump, but really really do want to have a return to normalcy and it's incredibly frustrating it is where you're you where they say just let it be let it go mm -hmm, let us have this mm -hmm, and you're like mm -hmm. well yeah enjoy that but also this if you care about x y and z then you should still care about it now trump losing is where it starts not yeah. where it ends mm -hmm. and people say like i know i know but no, but get rid of the yeah, butt all, get rid of the butt but yeah yeah i've got a cut on my knuckle it's <laughs> yeah, you know, Katie. The nation we've all is got like a, a cut on our knuckle. The nation is like a knuckle with a cut, except for that cut is actually like somebody has gone in at the night when you're sleeping and dosed you with uh, dissociatives and then inserted uh, proximity mine into your hand. And if you move too close to the bandages, your hand will explode. And Joe Biden and Joe Biden's the guy who's being like. Come on, Jack, just pick up the band-aids. <laughs> that's 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 the situation. The, yeah. The uh But it the, hurts, Joe. It does hurt. The cut on your hand was really real it was like four inches deep. 
and you didn't know it until Donald Trump was like, "Look at the wound! Look at it! Look at it!" But it's then the we best clo- wound. It's the best wound. We love the wound. And then Joe was like, "Wait, wait, wait! Close that wound a little bit." Um, but it's still four inches deep. Um, like, even though go to the even your hand to, wouldn't be four inches. He's like, you should <laughs> go to the doctor to get that it. checked <laughs> out. But here, give me all of your money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, go see a doctor. But let I me mean, make sure you meet the deductible first, and then the copay, and have been paid all your premiums. Unbelievable. And then, and then we can take care of that gut. It's, it's. I'm dizzy. Why? I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm frustrated by so much. One of the worst things that has happened this week, just in terms of like my ability to be emotionally okay with the world, is. The shit with uh, Jimmy Dore, who's like a terrible left-wing YouTube personality and yeah. AOC. Yeah, explain um, this. I-, I actually had taken some time off Twitter, and I hmm. saw people upset about this, and I was like, I gotta... Oh, yeah, he's... Tr- Don't take he- time off Twitter. How you the, know what to be mad at? The frustrating <laughs> right. thing is he's more or less right in his specific suggestion <laughs> sure. to AOC, which is he that is. progressives should basically fucking blockade the dims from getting anything done until we get some sort of solid movement towards him for it like medicare for all um like mm-hmm. they should they should draw a hard line and i think that's true with i mean you kind of have to pick one at a time for something like that to work but i think it should either be medicare for all or something that fucking matters on climate mm-hmm. change like one of the either way the idea that like no progressives <clears throat> should refuse to work with democrats until we fucking get Something that it will actually materially improve people's lives. Yeah. Um, there are is there a good are actually idea. there are actually people in Congress who can be described yeah. as progressive who will who actually want those things. Yeah, uh, and more you than, can actually point yeah. to that as something that yeah. might actually bring people over to your side. Come. Yeah. Next yeah. election. And, and Medicare for all is a solid pick for the thing that you draw as a hard line to be. Um it's frustrating because Jimmy Dore, Jimmy Dore is a fucking ghoul. Like there's there's fucking one of the videos. Sure, he's, he's, he's a Syrian war crimes denier who doesn't believe that anyone was killed by Assad's chemical weapons. And he's done stuff like put up videos of like the corpses of children being cleared away by like what white helmets and like smirked as he explained how the footage is fake. Like he's a fucking ghoul. Mm. Is um, he a Tulsi stan? I don't know. Probably. Yeah, I, yeah, I can't. Yeah, yeah. I haven't been able to stood stand. Yeah, that makes sense. Like he's he's fucking trash. Um. But he's not wrong about the tactic. Like, right. the progressives should, in fact, do that. Yeah, um, that's the thing. I, I um, It's a good idea. I, I keep seeing people, like, say, like, well, the, the vote will lose. Yeah, um, that doesn't mean it's a loss. And there's something, I don't know. Do I, it, and then have people worked up about it. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, illustrate, like, what is good and who is stopping the good thing from happening. And shame those people. Uh, like it's called politics. Like you shame you shame the people against it, and you bully them, uh, w- whether it's publicly or privately. Yeah, Joe's so good um, at that. Yeah. So you lose the first vote on it, right? And then when midterms come up, because of this fucking plague, there are suddenly millions and millions of Americans who either didn't have massive medical debt before and do now, or who have close family members who suddenly have massive medical debt, and you tell them. That will fucking go away if you put more of us into office. Look, we're already committed. It's just the Republicans that stopped it. And then maybe you fucking don't lose horribly in the midterms. Yeah. And then you have. And then you do it again and get closer. You actually build the movement instead of uh, just not doing it, just holding off because people say that people don't want it. Every politics, like, well, it's not viable. It's not this, not this. If you say it is, it will be. Literally, and that you know, is that is I, it. If you if Joe Biden came out tomorrow and said, actually, Medicare for all is a good idea, everyone would fall in line. Everybody I, would do I it. I have a feeling that a lot more people, I might have already said this last week, but a lot more people uh, than the already current majority are going to be coming around on Medicare for all uh, in the next year or so. If only yeah. because of like what you already said, Robert, but also the yeah. amount of people losing their insurance. I've already talked about this here. I got kicked off of my SAG health insurance, which was, in hindsight, an astounding program. <laughs> that mm-hmm. I paid 350 yep. bucks every quarter, and that was my insurance. Oh, my God. Oh, if only. Oh, and that's I so had good. Outrageously <laughs> oh good coverage. And I and so for a long all these Medicare for all. So I'm I'm was wildly out of so touch with the reality. <laughs> I know I was wildly out of touch with the reality of of insurance. I knew I had a good setup. I knew I had a good system. But it wasn't until that when I started shopping around that I realized just how fucked it is. 
a good or like the the worst plans, you can't get anything less than $350 a month and you still have to pay thousands of dollars uh, mm-hmm. before you can it meet your mm-hmm, deductible mm-hmm, or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's all yeah. bullshit. It's all fucked up. So many more people are going to be having, have lost their jobs. They're going to see the reality of it. Uh, small businesses. You shouldn't, if you don't have to pay for your employees healthcare. Great. That helps you. I can't even, yeah. tell I'm you worked how much, up about it. I can't even tell you how much my parents pay in health insurance. Yeah. It's, it's a ton. They're small, but they're the only employees, small business. It's offensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't it's even disgusting. talk about it. It's repulsive. Anyway, um, yeah, that's just true. Um, more, more and more people are saying it. Um, <laughs> and uh, not just that, but just like, yeah, it's keeping it, saying the, all the true things about it, about the situation, about um, the i like the ridiculousness of having your healthcare tied to your job. All these things that uh, are wrong and seem wrong, especially when it like something bad happens. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's, um, just do it. Just force them, force them to say, I don't believe in this because again, Joe Biden and even John fucking Ossoff, uh, is online every day, every day he tweets the phrase healthcare is a human right. And every day it's a fucking lie. Yeah. Do you I- think... I just yeah, don't yeah, yeah. like I, I, I think that there's an archaic thinking of that being a liability. Uh, and I don't know that it is anymore. It's not. I can see I could see somebody being wanting to run in this uh, it's not historically the... red state being afraid of it. But I think it's time to let go of that. It only this, is if you're afraid of it. That's saying it X is a liability is a way to justify not doing things that you already don't yeah. believe in, but you don't want to say you don't believe in because yeah. you know they're more popular than you're letting on. Mm-hmm. Um, in 2014, we would have said, campaigning explicitly on racism and the fact that Mexicans are rapists will lose you an election. And then Donald Trump won an election doing that, right? Like, and it's it's the same fucking, like, what actually makes something a a winnable idea or not is not the idea itself. It is how it is presented to people and who presents it to people. And as Trump has showed us, you can get people to embrace some horrifying shit mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. would have seemed impossible a year or two earlier if the guy they like says it. Yeah. And it's the same thing with fucking defund the police. It's the same thing with Medicare for all. It's the same thing for the Green New Deal. Um, it's just the way that politics works and the the Biden, like the Democrats aren't scared of defunding the police because it's a bad issue to run on. They're scared of defunding the police because they support the police continuing to grow more powerful and militarized. Yeah. They don't want the situation. They want to give them more money. That's the whole thing. It's a leadership. Yeah. A lot of leadership is about communication. Yes. You might say all of it. (laughs) One could say all of it. Um, and, uh, that's where they just fail. They fail at communication. They fail at messaging. They, but again, it's not, it's by design. Yeah. I have. It's sorry. Oh, sorry. No, I was just going to pivot to ads. Oh yeah. You know who doesn't fail at communication? Yeah. Us pre-recording our ads. Yes. Yeah. I nailed it. I nailed it. Hey guys, it's Rich Davis from Cavino and Rich here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance or any terrain from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew could stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you could sit back and enjoy the wide open views with the whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter what your style, you could drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places. 
With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals. It's not about being the best in the world. It's about doing what's best for the world. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Oh, we're back. We're so good at communicating. Have you guys um, heard that song, Back in the New York Groove, by Ace no. Freely? Yes. No. I'm thinking about Back in the USSR. Uh, that's a great that's a song, too. Song. Solid that's song. Uh, B-side of Hey Jude from Mike the Beach Mike Love takes credit for that because it was based off the Beach Boys. <laughs> that hey, makes sense. Back in the USSR was yeah. based on the Beach Boys? It's, they were like, we wanted like a Beach Boys type song, and so they did. Mike Love's like, I did it. I wrote the Beatles song. Sounds nothing like the Beach Boys. <laughs> you know, anyway. speaking of being back in the USSR, you guys want to talk about QAnon for a second? I can't wait. Not really. Oh, hell yeah, I do. <sighs> I mean, I could so, wait. We've been talking about the actual reality of our of our nation and the democratic political establishment and how bad they are at doing stuff like leveraging or utilizing power and making things happen. But in an alternate reality that does not exist, the Democrats are actually terrifyingly competent. Um, mm-hmm. And I want us to just inhabit that world for a second. I want to read you a Facebook post by a QAnon believer named Stacy Nelson. God. Here's her talking about what's coming in the near future. On January 20th, Biden will be sworn in. On January 21st, he will shut down the power grid. He will stop all food shipments, stop all fuel pipelines. He will unleash the Antifa slash BLM mercenaries as well as select CIA assets and most likely unleash bioweapons upon our land. He will occupy the military in two or more foreign wars where he will send our troops and fleets into well-laid traps, decimating our military in under two weeks. Surrender to China will happen by the end of March 2021. Chinese occupation to begin in April 2021. 80 to 90 percent of the American population slaughtered. This includes nearly all the leftists. This is exactly what has happened every time the communists take over a country. Oh, um, so that's the what to look forward to. That's fun. Uh, <laughs> um, a lot of times when I hear these QAnon posts, I'm like, you guys should be writers. You should be. Mm-hmm. You should be like writing fantasy novels or something. They kind of are. It's they a are. Big fantasy I know, novel. but there's a different outlet. Uh, yeah, the their other outlet thought, is the world we all have to live in, unfortunately. Yeah, it's Do, fanfic stuff. I would yeah. love to talk to somebody, a de-radicalized QAnoner, <laughs> if they exist. Yeah, there's some. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm sure we could set that up. It's it's a bummer, like, because this is actually, like, there have been suicides uh, in the mm-hmm. wake of yeah. it becoming clear that Biden's going to win as a result of just people completely losing hope. And there's a, yeah. there's Are a those subreddit. posts real? I keep seeing those subreddits. I'm like, so the big one that went on, which is about a woman's aunt committing suicide, I had that question, too, and people have traced back that specific Reddit poster because it came up on a subreddit that is for people who are have lost or are losing family members to QAnon. It's like, a, right, like right. a solidarity thing. And that person for months had been posting about that relative consistently. So if it's some yeah. sort of fake, somebody went in for months and talked about the degeneration of their aunt. Right. Like before talking about their suit, like I, it doesn't make any sense that it would be fake, and I don't understand like what they would have gotten out of it. It would have been a long con, Lo- yeah, with yeah, no that benefit. Make any sense, yeah. And there's a number of reports like that. It's very sad. And it's one of those things, the hard thing about talking about QAnon is it's hard not to laugh about certain things that like right now, yeah. one of the big conspiracies among QAnon is that the Israeli and Chinese militaries have invaded and occupied Northwest Wisconsin, um, which is which is very silly. <laughs> Beg your pardon? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Israel and China have sent 20,000 troops in to occupy Northwest Wisconsin. <laughs> have sent? 
have sent. Yeah, they're there right now. Yeah. They're there right now? The invasion's begun, yes. I'm shocked that that's it's... not getting more coverage in the MSM. You would. Th- you know what else isn't getting coverage, Katie? What? 50,000 Chinese troops were massacred uh, on the main Canadian border uh, by a single F-16. Yeah, nobody's reported on it. The, the MSM a... doesn't want you to know. Travesty. Burn it all down, Is there? I'd say. Is QAnon going to become the third political party? Is people who like like people that the people who believe this like people they trust are saying that this is true on Facebook and Twitter and YouTube? I know, I know, there's not evidence, but what I mean is, is there like even like there's a photo being passed around where like you look at it's like okay, there's like this, but it's from like 2012 and it's another thing. I haven't even seen much of that lately. I'm still kind of digging into like. The evidence, because this isn't all QAnon. This isn't a universal belief. Like it's it's such a splintered ideological ecosystem now, which is one of its strengths, right? Because you can bring up to a QAnon or like, okay, you really believe JFK Jr. is secretly <laughs> is Joe this Biden? Guy? <laughs> yeah, and then and they'll be like, no, I don't believe that. I believe JFK Jr. is hiding in the shadows, or JFK Jr. is not at all a part of what I believe about QAnon. Like that's that. Those mm. are the people who are crazy, you know. Like it's this. That, I like, had a uh, Uber yeah. driver that pulled over to show me, um, was talking about QAnon and showed me a picture and it was images of JFK Jr. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. What was he doing? Collaged in a way to look like a Q. Yeah. yeah. And he yeah, was that's like, good shit. And good he, ride. Goes, Ugh, he just yeah. sh- he pulls over and he shows me it. And then he goes, see? <laughs> oh, <my laughs> God, Katie, I'm so sad oh. I wasn't there with you. I I couldn't I couldn't believe it. <laughs> I, anyway, I mean, it's it's hard not to laugh, but it's also yeah. it's the silliness of it is horrible. But like, really, what it what it illustrates, what that silliness illustrates, because like everything I could say about QAnon, there are people who believe in that more strongly than they believe in the bonds with some of their immediate family members, yeah. right? Um, that's the degree to which this has gotten imprinted on people, and that's terrifying. The the right wing media disinformation ecosystem is tremendously robust and it is out Mm -hmm. of the control of facebook or twitter or youtube now there was a point at which they could have stopped this from getting to the point that it is but i we're well past that and i don't no one knows how to fix this but it is an existential threat to not like the united states as as a nation even but to like peaceful pluralistic society in in North America and honestly the rest of the world past a certain point it is a terrifying and tremendous threat and like there's no nobody fucking is talking about it um nobody who like matters in terms of like a political sense right nobody who actually has the who holds the levers of power is talking about this in any way that means a goddamn thing you know, mm-hmm. that's part of what scares me is Joe Biden keeps focusing on like, oh, those scary Nazis marching with tiki torches at Charlottesville. And like that is a tenth of a percent of the fucking problem. There are millions more Americans who are radicalized now and who d- would never call themselves a Nazi, would never chant Jews will not replace us, but believe 80 percent of what those Nazis believe and are just as fucking militarized because they've been caught up in this fucking this galaxy of lies that is almost impossible to escape once you get sucked into it. it, it it's, it's, it's a terrifying problem, and I, I don't know what to do about it. Um, but it demands significant resources be diverted to understanding it and solving it, and um, I don't think we're going to do that. I think instead... Nancy Pelosi's going to clap again, and Joe Biden's going to make Pete Buttigieg the transportation mm-hmm. secretary, mm-hmm. and they'll yell at the Nazis mm-hmm. who are mm-hmm. dumb enough to wear swastikas, and maybe mm-hmm. the Proud Boys, and they will ignore the real problem as it gets worse for four years. And mm-hmm. we will, yes, just be here, but worse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, don't don't worry years. though. Joe had nothing to say about the Proud Boys stabbing people over the weekend. He sure didn't. Yeah, don't he worry. sure didn't. Oh, don't man. worry about that. <laughs> Maryam Williamson, a very problematic person who said some really <laughs> sure. fucked up shit during the AIDS crisis, was the only Democratic presidential candidate who has said a goddamn thing about any mm. of the street violence, and she has been consistent about that. Um, it's like, and that that is not the a pro Maryam Williamson up. thing. That is yeah. a how the fuck aren't you talking about this, yeah. Joe? How aren't you talking about this, Bernie? Like, come mm. on, Bernie didn't say anything. Great, nobody not that I no nobody, seen, nobody says was, anything. I mean, like he's trying. Were... He's busy trying to get people checks. So. Yeah, he is. He's, <laughs> but... he's doing good work. I just wish 
And it's one of those like two so two weekends in a row in Olympia, Washington. There have been Proud yeah. Boy and 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 anti fascist dueling rallies. And two weeks in a row, Proud Boys have shot somebody. Yeah. Two weeks yeah. in a row. Um, and then obviously two rallies in DC in a row have turned into multiple days of horrific street violence. Uh, one Proud Boy stabbed another Proud Boy. Another stra- like uh, there was another stabbing of a Proud Boy where I, I collected all the video on, you know, I aggregated it all in a tweet thread. But like it, there was a single a black dude in a mask that got surrounded by around a hundred Proud Boys who just started beating him as he tried to flee. And eventually he drew a knife and stabbed one of them after being stopped from leaving three times. Like it's yeah fucking horrifying the shit that you can see that they're doing and the police are barely pushing back against them and there is no national like the the the, what i'm getting from the democrats is that they if they think that if they pretend it's not happening and they just make fun of these guys every now and then and the silly videos of them like wearing kilts or whatever um that that will be enough and that they're not a heavily armed militant movement building networks around the country and doing increasing levels of severe violence on the streets it's all yeah. a problem <sighs> lots of lots lots of problems i think i'm going to get a farm with some sheep yeah That's... you sheep yeah anderson, yeah you would anderson herd your sheep anderson is very welcome to herd my sheep hear that anderson yeah i just want to pet your gonna... sheep hide in the woods with a, a pile of rifles and a lot of animals. You know what I don't like about the Proud Boys? What? Is that when they do these events and these these things, it's because they want to hurt people. Yes. Um, it's because they want to do violence against people. That's how you rank up in the um, organization. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, that's what unlikable. I don't like that's a really That's a really unlikable trait about them. Yeah. That's, that, that, that gets a thumbs down from me. Yeah. Uh-huh. Whereas in my cult, you only rank up by getting censured by the FDA, which I feel like is a superior thumbs up. Yeah, method of organization. If you like fake a vaccine or something. Yeah, fake a vaccine, mm-hmm. get people to drink bleach, any of the good mm-hmm. shit, mm-hmm. all that good shit. So the, you, so the president, so the president's yeah. in your cult. <laughs> the president is in good standing in my yeah, cult. good standing. Yeah, no, in your he's cult. he's really Excellent. yeah. When it comes to sticking it to the FDA, anyway. How's everyone feeling? Great. So kind good, Robert. Yep. Is that it? Is that our episode for the week? I don't know. Yeah. Do we have more to talk about? No. Not really. The Joe Abides? The Joe no. Abidens? Well, there's always more to talk about, but that's I don't why know. we let's, do this. Let's, let's, give our, let's give our audience a little bit of that sweet, sweet red meat, you know, that, that, that shit they mm-hmm. come here for, and let's talk about our holiday plans. What do you got planned, Katie? I'm staying home for the first time. Oh. This is the first Christmas that I yeah. am not seeing my family, and I'm not okay with it. <laughs> but yeah. I just kind of have to be. Uh, I've really, I, I, I've struggled with this. It's, this is a hard, this is hard for me. But it is what it is. I'm gonna try to make it special. Um, mostly, I just want it to be over. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking forward to having some time, hopefully, to relax a little bit. I tweeted this. I'm. I both desperately need it. Um, I need time where I, I'm not, I don't have to check back in a little bit. And I'm also terrified of it because it's been so long. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure how to how to do it. So we'll see. That's going to be my big experiment. Mm-hmm. It's my holiday holiday plan. Cool. Beautiful. Yeah. How about you guys? I mean, not cool. I'm sorry that. Mm. It's okay. Family. It is what it is. Everybody's doing yeah. this. It's Everybody like some... should be doing should this. Be. Well, it's <laughs> yeah. actually specifically frustrating because my we're staying there to keep my parent away to keep my parents safe. We're so close to a vaccine. Yeah. Blah blah blah. But my nephew, my 19 year old nephew, is still going to go. Mm. And um, good, good there is a lot of drama that. in the family. But they they have committed to the fact that he is going to quarantine. So they say and get tested. And my mom called last night and said, if it makes you feel any better, we all talked and we decided we're going to wear a mask inside at all times. Okay. All right. That's something. Here's what I will say, just because I had a friend who um, went to cover the D.C. rally and came back, uh, you know, to Portland and um, quarantined herself because she was in the middle of a bunch of chuds screaming in her face and none of them wore masks Mm -hmm. uh, and took a took a covid test, got sick, didn't know what it was, took a covid test. It turned out negative. Um, and then took a second COVID test and it turned out positive. Yeah. Um, and that is a thing, like, if you really want to be yeah. careful with your immunocompromised relatives, do a double test. 
Yep. One hundred percent. You know, if if you're going to, not that I think people ought to be traveling for the holidays, but if you're going to fucking do it, mitigate the harm as much as possible. Yeah. And do a double test after you arrive and quarantine until you get the results. Like, yeah. Which sucks. Like that's not a reasonable just, thing to do, but it's the only way to be relatively safe if you're going to see your fucking family. I'm and it's sorry, it's exhausting. It sucks. It's exhausting all of it. I'm exhausted by yeah. Yeah. It's the steps, yeah. and it I know it has to happen. Little... But yeah. like, just the the complications of literally anything. What I really need is to go on a little trip. That's the thing yes. for me personally that yes. clears my head, and I can't do that. No, you know, yeah, like you, <laughs> you can. I might go like rent. I don't know for the New Year's a house yeah. on the coast. But if I do, it's going to be like a fucking turnkey situation where yes. I don't come into contact with anybody yes. else, and mm-hmm. I bring food with. Like that's an option on the table. To... But part of traveling is also like for me, yeah, getting out. People, and you're like, I'm going to go to this human. restaurant. I'm going to interact yeah. and remind myself of who I am deep in I, my core. Yeah, and, and I want to meet new people and yeah. learn about their lives. And yes, none of that is none of that is doable right now so and i'm, I'm burnt out <laughs> but <laughs> I, I, we're all in that same position and yeah. i'm not i'm not complaining well, i'm venting to the thing I that mean, everybody feels <laughs> the sucky thing is like as shitty as this is we're at least in a, enough of a position of privilege that like yep. we we have the privilege to be isolated as opposed to yep. be working at a fucking grocery store mm-hmm. or like having to still work at a restaurant or something or god forbid working in one of those states where they're taking no precautions and people are still showing up yeah. without masks and you like can't make them wear a mask even though it's the state law because you won't get tips and you rely on tips to make your fucking rent like it's yeah it's such a bad year <laughs> it's awful <laughs> yeah it's real bad it's a bad system bad year good stuff so you might rent a house for new year's eve yeah maybe uh, i don't know i might just I don't know. Hide in the woods. Mm-hmm. That's Hunt a good plan. Human meat. Instead of yeah, instead of reconnecting with people, reconnect with nature. Re 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 reconnect with nature. Yeah. Cody, how I, about you? Um, I'm staying home. Uh, I'm not like going back home to Ohio. Um, for parent reasons and new. You want a social reasons. distance hang on Christmas um, or Christmas Eve? We can Eve? social distance hang on Christmas <laughs> Christmas Eve. Um, I've got uh, I've got you know things like this and like New Year's I'll do something um very um uh personal probably but like I'm not uh not he doing means, the travel. He this means year. masturbate. Mm-hmm. I said personal. I mean we're all gonna be doing a lot of that this Christmas. <laughs> That's right. Holiday season for Hanukkah. Um, get yourself the gift that really matters. Jack Jack and j- jerking. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um. Yeah. I'm also gonna be. Uh, hopefully finishing work on my album during that oh, time yeah. to an actual break to do that, which is Ooh. nice. Now, Cody, is this album the one in which you, I don't know, I was trying to think of a good album joke, but I don't mm. know about, about music to make a good joke, so I'm I'm sorry. I, I think you like, nailed it. I think you got it. I was going to I was I've, gonna I've, have, I have been funny... successfully ribbed. Very tell, good. tell us about this album, Cody. <laughs> Sing us a little ditty. Ah, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that was the be title good. track from Cody's album. <laughs> I'm not going to play this album for you before do it's that. done by Cody Johnston. It's a good name. We're called the Hot um, Shapes. It's going to be good. Sophie, you, what are you doing for holidays? Crying, but um, crying. And then yeah, probably mm-hmm. cooking and eating things. I ordered a honey baked ham. They do curbside. That's a brag. Um, nice. Curbside ham. Yeah. I, I'm I really excited. I got Anderson some cool uh, holiday presents. Oh yeah, I've been buying myself presents. I love I I love buying presents for other people. Like I do too. I think I like that's it more th- than getting presents. To be honest, um, I, yeah, I, that's my favorite part of the holiday season. And I I shipped off stuff to my family yesterday yeah. to make sure. Nice. That they I'm sad time. about I'm but, sad about all of the like annual traditions that are normal that mm-hmm. people people do. I've every year for the last 12 years, my best friend Robin and I do all of our holiday shopping last minute yeah. and do like a 10 hour binge shop. And we're like, there's no way we can, we're not doing that this year. You it's, always do. Oh, I see. Well, yeah, we've done yeah. it for, tw- this would have been our 12th year in a row. It's, it's, yeah. it, it was, it was really the foundation of like what started our, like keeping our friendship together, even though we, you know, through, uh, I was not in the same state for a while. Just things like that. It's, but we always came back no matter what and did this thing every single year. And there's, it's just so many people have 
similar things that they don't get to do that they do every single year. And we're, we're all hurting, but it could, but we're, we're still here, you know? Yeah. That seems like a good place to wrap things up, maybe? Yeah. yeah. Speaking about wrapping, wrap your Christmas presents in Jesus Christ. That, in Jesus know. Christ. I don't know. Just wrap yeah, your wrap Jesus, in Jesus presents in Jesus Christ. Yeah. Skin him. Dry his skin. <laughs> use a lot of salt. Um, you it's know. time for a new holiday tradition. You, know, you could mummify <laughs> his bones uh, and then <laughs> use it to coat a presents. That's right, everybody. Steam this year that- for Christmas. Murder the son of the Lord and use his remains to wrap your gifts for your family. And while you're at it, why don't you check us out online at Worst Year Pod on Twitter and Instagram? <laughs> while you're... Worst Year Pod, bigger than Jesus. <laughs> Drunk on his well blood. The Beatles. <laughs> oh, we have End of episode. <laughs> Lovely. Worst Year Ever is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals. It's not about being the best in the world. It's about doing what's best for the world. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not with 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. Going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter.